Welcome to episode 245 of In Touch with iOS, the show that talks about iPhone, iPad, Apple Watch, Apple TV, and related technologies. I'm your host, Dave Ginsburg, and uh, Guy Searle, you're back on the show. How you doing, Guy? Thank hey, it's good, to, it's good to be here with all my various ailments that if you guys were here before the show started, you would know every single health problem I currently have. Yeah. But yes. you weren't, so you won't. That was pre-show. Ah. Yeah. And uh, I, I also have joining us this week, uh, Ben Rethick. How you doing, Ben? I'm doing good. Currently, I don't have any health ailments fill, uh, flaring up. I mean, that's other good. than that little zit, but that's, <laughs> I can deal with that. I guess the least of your worries, right? Yeah. No, I'll take um, a zit any day. <laughs> compared to, yeah, what you've been compared doing. Compared to what I've gone through these last couple of weeks is like a zit. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I'm rocking that. <laughs> Give me all the and, acne. Uh, yeah. So we got uh, we got lights to talk. <laughs> I'm gonna move on here. We got lights and lots to talk about this week. Uh, uh, gonna make sure everybody who is live here go to YouTube.com/slash In Touch with iOS. I see Paul in the chat. How you doing, Paul? Thanks for being here. Uh, you can uh, that you can join us uh, in the chat and uh, interact with us during the live sessions here. If not, you can watch it later. Um, but uh, we got lots to talk about, all kinds of news uh, this week, uh, different kinds of stuff, and Apple's doing everything and everything. I'll just just you know, betas start coming. Got another version, Apple Music Classical. That's we're gonna have a good talk about that. iCloud and yeah, a few other things here. So let's uh, just go ahead and jump right into the news for this week. Uh, first story here is Apple Card Savings Account feature is nearing its launch. Um, Goldman Sachs had this week, uh, this this uh, this past week, uh, updated its Apple Card customer agreement to provide additional clarity about the upcoming daily cash savings account feature. Changes in the agreement are minor, but suggests that the feature is getting close. Um, it, the daily cash section of that uh, agreement has been updated to provide additional clarity. Uh, making the daily cash election, all that other fun stuff. They've announced this back in October, so it's been quite a while since since this is happening here. So um, it will be managed through the wallet app on the iPhone. Uh, Apple has yet to reveal what the account's AP, uh, APY is going to be, but Goldman Sachs' existing market savings account is currently, at, currently starting at 3.75%. That, that's pretty good. Um, so, But they did see some groundwork in the iOS uh, 16.4 beta code. Um Ben, is this, is this? Do you have an Apple Card? Would you sign up? For that? Are you going to sign up for this? I don't have an Apple Card. Okay. Um, so you but, won't. <laughs> I mean, the, the, this is definitely uh, going in Apple's uh, steps towards establishing itself in the financial sector. Absolutely. I think the the next step after this will be uh, an Apple Card checking account and debit. Yeah, that I think that's a possibility too. Um, it, it's going to be interesting to see where where Apple goes with uh, with financial stuff. That's the Apple Card is hugely successful. That's for sure. Um, uh, guy, you have an Apple Card. Is this something oh, you might yeah. use? Um, I mean, I'm not exactly quite sure how it's supposed to work. So basically, all of the cash back that you get from your purchases goes into this account, or can it you can. put your own money into it as well? I, I believe you can do both. Okay, well. Depending on um, depending on what you know their interest rate is, I, I would be very interested. I've I've got a pretty good chunk because uh, I, I like to stay relatively fluid as far as uh, cash and savings and all the rest of that goes. So I've sure. I've got a pretty good chunk of money that uh, if the interest rate is is good enough, that um, I could definitely just. Pop into that because when I do, because recently I have given some uh, cash out of the Apple card to uh, both my sons for various reasons, um, nothing sinister. And mm-hmm. uh, if I could just do that direct instead of going through a savings account at my bank, then yeah, why not? Yeah, absolutely. Why not? Um, that it would be definitely be something to, to take advantage of. So let's hope it's coming soon. That's for sure. And uh, yes, there is a yellow iPhone. In gold. And it's yellow. Apple did announce this past week uh, the uh, new yellow color option for the iPhone 14 and the 14 Plus. As it had been remo- rumored, uh, they did announce this color option for, the, for for those models and also some cases we'll talk about in a minute. 
Uh, it'll be available for pre-order, which as we record this tomorrow uh, on the Friday, the uh, March 10th, and with availability on March 14th. Um, there are no new color options for the Pro or the Pro Max, uh, and that Apple did put out a re- uh, press release talks about this. And you know they go through the, the normal normal spiel. They announce the yellow iPhone 14, 14 Plus adds more color choices to the lineup, beautifully designed, built to last, and all that s- stuff. And ceramic shield front cover, just like all we know. So, so now that joins the uh, there is now uh, what is that? Seven colors that are available, or six colors, yeah. to six colors mm-hmm. av- available, and uh, yeah, that fits to the what Apple's been for for its since its beginning has six colors. Um, what do you think? I I know this. You're you're not in the market to buy a new phone, let alone a yellow one, right? No, I'm I'm still pretty happy with a 13. Um, when the 15 comes out, assuming that it has USB C, uh, that will interest me. That may that may entice me to go ahead and get a new phone. Um, you, you know, and you know, it's great that Apple has a, a new color phone, but but shame on the Mac press for seeing oh new phone from Apple. It's like no. No, it's not. It's not a new phone. Just stop it. It's just another color. What the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> it's a yeah, color. It is. That's all it is. It's just a color for crying out. Just like when yeah. the purple came out and uh, and people were making a big deal about that. And, yeah. Uh, so, man, uh, I know you're happy. With, you have the iPhone 12, if I remember correctly. I have the uh, 12 Pro Max. Turbo Max, which, right, right. yeah, which is still just as fast as the day I got it. Um, I have to say, as far as new colors goes, this is probably the least desirable one <laughs> I think in the last few years. That, I mean, it's great right. if you wanted to put it with the peeps in your Easter basket. <laughs> I didn't think about that. That's great. But, I mean, <laughs> yellow kind of seems like the okay. There's no other colors, so I'll take this since i really need a new phone type of color i mean you know the um the iphone 14 pro and i i thought that this was a new color as well it has a gold colored one um it's actually that's and that's actually quite attractive i mean it's not going to tempt me to go out and get a, a a brand new phone but um it's 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 a it's a good color um i was Kind of surprised because I mean all of the colors that Apple currently has with their phones are more like matte colors. There's nothing really shiny in there as compared to the pros, and I think that would have tempted more people than than just saying, "Okay, here's a yellow one." It's like, uh, okay, yellow, sure. Yeah, I mean, I was happy to see gold return, but yeah, yeah. To be honest, I was kind of hoping a return to blue for the spring. And instead, on the Pro and Pro Max, we got nada. Yeah, yeah, they just, just left it as is. I, I got, I have the the the, perp, the one that was purple, and you know, yeah. I'm happy with it. It's not, it's not anything bad. Yep. I, I, I always like to go with the new color that comes out on the Pro line. Uh, yeah. Well, I've got the blue there. 13, and I'd show it to you, but I'm currently using it as a webcam. So, yeah, yeah, no. I, I, yeah. I had the blue for the, I had the blue for the 13 when the 13 was out too. I, I, I that was, I like that color. Yeah. So. So yeah, it's it's just like I guess. Well, I, my opinion, I think Apple's just trying to generate some more interest in the iPhone, especially the fourteen, the fourteen plus, which, as we know, it's the plus is not selling very well because um, no. everybody wants the pros, and uh, this maybe they think it's going to entice people with some that, that like like yellow, and yeah, we'll see. I'd be interested to see what, if that if it even sells that well um, out there. So. Um, Next, a couple stories here relates to more new products. Uh, the uh, there are fourteen new silicon uh, cases now available in four new colors, uh, adding to the yellow option. You have a yellow case, so you can keep that yellow color uh, as a trend here. Um, so uh, each case is going to be uh, uh, available for the fourteen, the fourteen plus, and the fourteen pro, and the fourteen pro max. So you can get all those colors. Looks like a green and a purple case, and more that. Uh, uh, aqua color, oh, canary yellow, olive, sky, and iris is the names of the colors. Iris, um, iris, mm-hmm. yes, because I, I guess that's kind of a blue. Um, so you could, and I, I have never been a fan. I mean, I, I used to buy these silicon, uh, silicon uh, uh, Apple case, iPhone cases, and they always wear out. I just gave up on them. I just yeah. don't buy them anymore. 
Well, the, the part that, that's always cracked me up is <clears throat> Apple comes out with like with every single phone, Apple comes out with a new color. So right. people are like, well, I want the military green one. I want the yellow one. I want the blue one, you know, whatever the new color is. And then they immediately right. cover it in a case that is not that color or black, you know, and it's like, yeah. what was the point of you picking that color if you were going to choose a case that covered it up? And actually, Dave, you gave me two cases yeah. at the, uh, uh, Mac stock last year. Yeah. The, uh, um, the, 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 uh, the spec cases. Yes. Yes. And for a while I was using this one case and I may use it again when I travel that has a, a little pocket on the side and I can put, and it actually came with like this little, these little pair of spectacles. Mm -hmm. So, cause I'm always forgetting my glasses when, when we go out to dinner or whatever. So I have to borrow my wife's glasses so I can see the menu. And, but when, when I have that case on my phone, it's just like, vip, pull it out, check whatever it is. And it just sits on the bridge of my nose. But once I wasn't really traveling anymore, it was like, you know, I got this, this blue iPhone and it's gorgeous. And I've got it covered with this black case. So I, I took the clear case that you gave me, which is what I'm currently using with it. And it's like, that just makes so much sense. Why spend the time and effort to get a, to get an iPhone that has a particular color and then cover it with a different colored case? I, I don't get it. Yeah. Just get a clear yeah. case. Spec makes it, some great yeah. cases. No, yeah, here is mine do. right here. I I, I have yeah. there's the clear case there. And here's my oh, works great. Wait, no. Yeah. I don't I have a different iPhone using as a yeah. case, so I'm good. <laughs> I sometimes yeah, use I mean, this one. And, this and, and I like I like I do like the clear case because it uh, I'm showing it on camera here that uh, that shows the color of the phone. Yes. And it's clear and, and you know, spec I've been you know, I've been using spec cases for years. They I think they make really good one real, real they good do. quality. They ones. make good uh, computer cases yeah. too, laptop cases. All right. Welcome uh, to the spec show. The spec show. Um, in touch of cases. And then, <laughs> in touch with cases, yeah. Uh, and, of course, they also had, to, uh, uh, along with the cases and the iPhone, the yellow iPhone 14, they had announced 20 new Apple Watch bands and AirTag accessories, including, of course, you got to have the Hermes uh, Cacique line. Um, so they came out with, uh, in the solo loop and the sports band, you have Sprout Green. Canary yellow, olive, and purple fog. And then the sports band, the sport band is sky, bright orange, and olive. Um, and then the braided solo loop, you got bright orange, purple, fog, and olive. Um, it says uh, Apple's collaboration with Hermes is a bit for high end. Apple watches are, uh, were also refreshed and also some air, air tag accessories. Uh, I won't go through all that. There's a bunch of different colors for Hermes. You know, you, know, you spend about two or 300 bucks for that band. Uh, and then there's also a Hermes AirTag bag charm now available in Bambooey and Rose Azeli. While uh, the AirTag Hermes keyring is available in those uh, colors as well. So for those of you who like to do a little splurging on, on some of those high-end uh, uh, items, now you can. Yeah, don't leave them outside your bag. If anything yeah. would tempt somebody to steal your your air tag and probably just toss the air tag in the trash, since you can yeah. track them after they did it, would be yeah. just to get the case. Yeah, yeah. the the, the air tag case costs more than the Apple Watch. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, so uh, I even see what the, I probably should look to see what the pricing is. Yeah, three hundred bucks for the <laughs> oh my god, three hundred bucks for an air tag Hermes bag charm. What is wrong <laughs> with you people? <laughs> yeah, or, or and there's, other, there's, there's or, other colors besides the new ones too oh my or gosh. you could wait three months and get the knockoff for 25 bucks there you three go months more like two three weeks yeah just going over to um, alibaba yeah <laughs> there you go there you go uh so check it out anything that interests you and all those things so um, Apple did announce uh, this week, uh, this week that uh, the satellite feature that we've been talking about in many past shows uh, launched in six more countries. It'll be later this month as we record. Uh, it, the, it'll be available in Austria, Belgium, uh, Italy, uh, Luxembourg, and the Netherlands and Portugal later this month. Uh, our friend Patrice will be very happy about Austria. Uh, and um, 
Of course, we know that it features the connection to the global star satellite and being able to get text messages and emergency services when you're outside of a range of cellular and Wi-Fi coverage. And uh, we've heard plenty of stories of it's being very successful and also plenty of stories that uh, it's made some <laughs> not so uh, emergency calls, like people who are out skiing and, and doing things that they normally do yeah. and they fell, but they're supposed to fall when you ski. Um, so what do you think, Ben? I mean... Anything that makes people safer is good. Yeah, no, I think this is a great, uh, great new feature on the iPhone, and I'm ecstatic that it has that. So it's funny. I get, you know, I get people come up to me. You know, since as as everybody knows, I do a IT support. Someone came up to me and says, oh, "Why does my phone say SOS?" And I'm just like, okay, <laughs> "We're in a hotel. We're in a hotel that's surrounded by metal and brick, and we're not, you're not getting for some reason not getting reception in the, in this room. So it's on SOS." <laughs> So, anything you want to add on that uh, guy? Yeah. Um, to if you have fallen or whatever, you know, if, if you're skiing, turn off emergency services. You know, just yeah. do whatever you have to do so that the actual people, emergency response people, don't have to come and find out that you you just put your phone down too hard because you didn't get enough ketchup for your McDonald's fries. Okay, <laughs> so just that's a good analogy. Just don't. <laughs> I'm yeah, very cynical tonight. I don't yeah, know why. That, that's okay. There should really um, be a winter activities mode. Yeah, <laughs> it's like no. I just fell down the mountain. Well, wait. Maybe I yeah. need emergency <laughs> services. <laughs> um. Next story here. I'm excited about this because I'm a base, big baseball fan. T-Mobile did confirm its free MLB.tv offer will return this year. I was a little worried they hadn't announced it, and they usually announce it by the end of February, uh, before the uh, about the second, almost second week in March here. Um, and the app is updated for the 2023 season, and they, have, like I said, they officially confirmed it. So you have to uh, go to T-Mobile Tuesdays as a T-Mobile customer and be able to get the, sub the subscription through the T-Mobile uh, Tuesdays app. And you have from March 28th uh, through Monday, April 3rd to, to jump in there. All you have to do is have the T-Mobile Tuesdays, Tuesdays app installed and then, of course, the MLB app as well. So uh, exciting things in there. Um, uh, MLB is trying to – it has expressed its desire to remove the blackout restrictions that we've been dealing mm -hmm. with for what? 50 years ever yeah <laughs> forever since since tv existed um but deals with local tv networks currently prevent them from that from that from happening um and apple had dipped its toe in the water last year with friday night baseball with those god-awful announcers uh but uh it it is returning this year i'm not sure if um with I hope they just, yeah i hope it's some new i hope there's some new announcers because those were horrible they were horrible i should say um so nice, nice, nice bonus. I've loved that. And it just makes me more happy of being a T-Mobile customer just for having that. So, uh, what do you, what, what do you think? Um, yeah, you know, I mean, people who like baseball are, are, should be very happy about this and, and T-Mobile with their, their like Tuesday offers. And I always forget to check in on Tuesday. It's usually like Wednesday afternoon. It's like, Oh, smack too late. Um, but I, I still think that Apple is kind of missing a bet. There's 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 lots of other sports leagues out there that uh, and you know I mean there's the XFL and the USFL, but there's also there's I think rugby. You're bring that up. <laughs> well, I'm just saying there's also there's you also like a, a national rugby league here in the United States. Uh, yeah. There's there and I know they they have like a deal with uh, Major League Soccer. So, talk about that in a minute. you know, why not, why not kind of expand your sports offerings a little bit with some of the other leagues that are out there? Not just I think baseball. they're getting there. They tried with the NFL. Obviously that was, that crashed and burned because, you know, they well, the, the, the problem, the, the problem with the NFL is their broadcast rights are so splintered. Uh, well, actually, right. so is major league baseball for that matter, that yeah. it's, it's really hard to bring something new to the table that you can't get from some other provider, possibly for less money, which is why, you know, put some, put some money out there and, and go for, for some of the new stuff. Yeah. XFL, USFL. Sorry. You love those leaks. What, what do I you do. think, Ben? Any thoughts on that, Ben? 
Um, as a T-Mobile uh, customer, I am very, very happy. Yes. Because uh, the ironic thing, I will be able to get uh, almost every single Major League franchise that right. isn't the Cubs. That's true, but you, at least you can watch the Cubs because you're not in the market. <laughs> true. Yeah, yeah, you're, yeah. I am mar- market. You're market ag- agnostic. Are you? Are they? Cons- is your, where you live is considered uh, the market? Yep, I'm technically in the market for six different MLB franchises. Oh, because of because of minor league baseball. Yep. Uh, it is Cubs, Sox, Brewers, Twins, hmm. Royals, and Cardinals. Wow, didn't know that. That's what about horrible. the Brooklyn Dodgers? How are they doing this year? <laughs> yeah, if you lived back in 1956, maybe. <laughs> that was my father's team. He hated yeah. the Yankees with a passion. Uh, a lot of people do. I like him already. Yeah. Yep, me too. Um, and then uh, adding to that with sports, uh, uh, we did talk about the MLS. Is, and you still actually can get that deal through the T-Mobile Tuesday. It seems as they've carried it over every week for the last, since they released it uh, like about three or four weeks ago. Uh, but Apple does have a deal with MLS that includes an opt-out clause if enough people don't subscribe. Um, Apple and, and Major League Soccer did, did, did kick off the ten-year partnership, um, and everything seemed to be going okay according to the plan opening weekend on Apple TV. And uh, it said there was uh, a deal that uh, Apple could walk away from this this deal at any point. Um, and uh, of course, the deal gives exclusive stream rights to all MLS bat matches, so that kind of bothers people. That uh, I don't think you can watch any MLS games other than if you have uh, Apple TV Plus, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so they are, of course, not talking about the terms of the deal, but, uh, Hey, kudos to Apple. They, they, they jumped into this, paid some good money for it. And now they can walk away if they, they got a clause saying, uh, how much, how many subscribers they get. So what do you think, Ben? Um, it's very much a new type of deal. So there's a lot of risk for both Apple and major league soccer. I mean, for Apple, I mean, let's be honest, MLS is pretty much the fifth tier of of professional sports in this country after football, basketball, baseball, and hockey. Yep. For MLS, they got out of the uh, RSN model at pretty much the right time. Yep. But still, nobody has tried this before. This is... Probably what MLB and the NHL and and the NBA are going to do uh, later in the month once all the RSNs fail. But I think that real sports network. What? What is RSN? Regional sports networks. Okay. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Because yeah. AT&T, Sportsnet, and a lot of those other uh, like Bally's, is, uh, yeah. they're all going bankrupt. So yeah. And they, that's they more than half the teams. Yeah. Not uh, not. In my market here, but and they're probably not your market either, uh, guy. But uh, there's a lot of them. I mean, I know lost in Vegas is the AT&T Sportsnet. Uh, they're gonna, they're gonna like the the Golden Knights. Probably will have to find a new, a new home. So, what the team uh, itself yeah. or their broadcast rights? The broadcast, yeah. The bro- AT&T is once out, once out, they can't, they don't find it sustainable anymore. So yeah. Okay. Well, this is this is where this is where other networks, and you know, we're talking. Hulu, we're talking, you know, YouTube TV, we're talking Apple TV, all of these secondary streaming services that try to bundle as much as they can into them. This, this is like their opportunity to jump in mm-hmm. and yep. say, okay, well, ML, you know, because the league that ends up getting a raw deal here, uh, Apple doesn't have any problems with this whatsoever. It's MLS that could end up becoming completely screwed and have absolutely no way to broadcast their games and have to make, you know, quick deals that that's not going to get them anywhere near what it would, what it's actually probably worth for longer periods of time than, uh, than they normally would have done. So, you know, Apple is not hurting for money here. And if you're, and if you're really, really, really trying to build a, a a network around uh, your own movies and your own television shows and your own content. Well, live sports is the is it's like the the final frontier. This is where you need to go. 
And I think Apple is missing a huge bet here by not locking in MLS and giving them the guarantees that they need so that they know that they're not going to have to worry about it down the road as well as other sports networks. (laughs) Yep. That shall remain nameless. Mm -hmm. Um, Yep. Definitely going to be interesting to see where that goes. So a couple more stories before we go and move on to the topics for this week. Um, Ivory, which is a great uh, app for Mastodon, is now letting users create your Mastodon account directly from the app. Um, it's, a, it's a new client, uh, a new uh, client that's uh, from its ta- I believe it's Tapbots, right, uh, Ben? That uh, mm-hmm. it has created this, and uh, now they're going to allow you to be able to create your Mastodon account right from Ivory through its new version one point three. It's good, exciting to see. Um, I'm liking Mastodon. I, I need to. I need to get more heavily uh, on it. I think a lot of us have been kind of just back and forth. We're still, you're still in that Twitter world, unfortunately, but uh, there's still a lot of eyeballs on Twitter that you can't ignore either. So, mm-hmm. um, but uh, yeah, I think this is good. Uh, Ivory's of all the ones. I mean, I, I like Ivory and, and uh, Ben, what, what you, what, you like Ivory and you like uh, ice cubes. I think you ones you like, right? Um, I'm currently using ice cubes, but kind of slowly transitioning over to Ivory. There's yeah. still a few features that it's missing, like the quote feature. But overall, I think in the future, I've, Ivory is going to be the app to yeah. get. Yeah, Tapbots makes some great, great, there's a great uh, developer, makes good apps there. Are you using any of the apps, a guy on Mastodon? You st- you're still pretty new with Mastodon, right? Yeah. I'm just, and, you know, I, I keep going over there and, and trying to see what's going on. Um, but the way that it's, it's configured, at least for me, it, it, it really still doesn't have the, I I can't even think of the right word, you know, the same oomph that, uh, that Twitter has. And I mean, I've seen a lot of people say, well, I'm leaving Twitter and I'm never coming back. And then you see, you know, a month later, they're, they're right back there again, because they weren't able to get the same type of, uh, not, not coverage, um, What's the word I'm looking for? Um, interaction. Yeah, interaction. the same kind of interaction that that you got with Twitter, and that's that's going to be a really tough hurdle for other Twitter ish Twitter Twitter like social uh, media servers or services mm-hmm. like Mastodon, like Counter Social, like like mm-hmm. so many of these other ones. And the other problem, of course, is. Just getting the, you know, and, and well, and Mastodon didn't do itself any favors either by making it just so bloody hard to, to get an account running on it. And as I understand it, uh, Ivory is supposed to make that much easier now. Yeah, it is. So um, two more quick stories here. Uh, of course, as we've been talking about, Ted Lasso is coming back mm-hmm. out, going to be out uh, March 15th. I can't yeah. wait. I can't wait. That's uh, like about a week away from here, less than a week away. Mm-hmm. So we record this, um, but the, the latest today at Apple session at the Apple stores now lets you create a believe uh, and uh, poster uh, Ted Lasso poster with an iPad and an Apple pencil. Uh, so what you can do is you go, it's a, it's a new session called the pop-up studio, make your own Ted Lasso poster that kicks off this week as we record at Apple store locations around the world. You just got to go to their website uh, articles in the show notes. Um, and uh, yeah, it just kind of gets people into more with Ted Lasso and everybody's just so crazed over it. And the next 12 weeks are just going to be glued to that. Watching every episode, at least twice. Yep. Gets you glued. It gets you, gets you into the Apple store too. So both. Well, too. So maybe you'll buy a few things too. Um, yeah. I don't know much else we could say. Ted Lasso is awesome. We all, I think all of us love it. And, uh, and, uh, but Ben, you, I'm, I'm assuming you do. Oh yeah, it, it's funny as hell. Oh yeah, it's a great show. And then he he didn't uh, um, Jason Sudeikis. I didn't include this in the art in another article, but he did say that for sure this is the last season. But but they might uh, spin something off with another character. Who knows what'll happen? So huh. I wonder uh, which I think, character they could be talking about. Yeah, hmm. Hmm. Hard, hard to say. So uh, so that should be interesting. So check it out. I think it's gonna be fun. Then the last story here is another show that's on Apple TV that I, I've actually been really enjoying too is uh, uh, Shrinking. That's with Jason Siegel and 
and uh, Harrison Ford. It's a comedy, and uh, it's already being renewed for a second season, and I'm not surprised at all. It's a uh, it, it's uh, it's a great uh, it's got a great reviews from the audience and critics alike. And uh, of course, Apple doesn't share the numbers, but it's been the number one spot on the U.S. Uh, TV Plus chart. Um, but of course, it's gonna I'm sure it's gonna topple when Ted Lasso comes back next week. Um, so it's got a lot of star power and you got Jason Siegel and Harrison Ford. It's got huge draws, but it's, uh, it would also, it was also, uh, written and produced by Bill Lawrence and Brett Goldstein, which of course are also part of Ted Lasso. So that's why it probably is a good show. And it is because it's, I, I, I'm thoroughly enjoying it. It's a uh, very guys, have you got comedy. Yeah. I've been, it, it, it um, is. What do you think? You, you've been liking it, guy? I have been liking it and I'm not, and to be honest, I'm not sure why, because, <laughs> Harrison, you know, I, I love Harrison Ford, but he's he's kind of just walking through this role. He's yeah. it doesn't seem like he's really putting a lot into it. Jason Siegel, uh, I've always loved him in nearly everything I've seen him in. Yep. His character, honestly, and and it's it's understandable because you know his wife has passed away and and right. he's feeling guilty because the last time they were together you know there there was bad yeah, yeah, words yeah, between yeah, them and he's he's got this this really contentious relationship with his daughter and it yeah. just as I'm watching it I'm laughing and going why am I laughing these people are miserable <laughs> you know it, it's almost like a new Seinfeld in a way where yeah, you've got all fun. these these great characters and they're doing just these things that are just completely off the wall and wacky. I, I love the, I love the guy with like the anger issues and Jason Siegel is the one that ends up getting beaten up at the, at the, the, the game that, it's just, it's, it's a good show. And I, I yeah, I'm just not is. sure why I like it so much. Yeah. You, Which is a really it, weird thing to say. I haven't seen it yet, but oh, you haven't seen it. Okay, I thought you did. Everything, yeah. Thanks for the, the spoilers, guy. Hey, no uh, problem. Yeah, I was say, no but spoilers. Stop it. Anthony Apple Perkins is been, his own mother. Yep. Apple, Apple has been absolutely <laughs> blowing it out of the park. They, yeah, they're just knocking it out of the park with these with these shows. Yeah, more and more coming, and and I'm just so I'm I'm, I'm happy to be a subscriber. They they they're, the, they're giving us some great content. So. Um, all right, then uh, let's go ahead and move on to the topics this week. Uh, one uh, new OS release, which, uh, which was surprising, we can highlight it this week, is tvOS. Uh, 16.3.3 came out, and it was a fix to, to fix the Siri remote on the latest uh, Apple TV. So it's for the, the, uh, the latest model uh, that uh, came out in September. Uh, it, it is also going to apply to the other older models as well. Uh, and... Uh, and that came out just a month after 16.3.2. Uh, and uh, usually the updates are a minor, minor in scale. So they, the reason, reason why this update came out was because the serial remote was becoming unresponsive. And I kind of experienced that because I do have a, a third gen 4K. Um, so, but all the information is in the, uh, in the article I shared in the show notes. I don't think there's much else we could say about that other than, yep, yeah, yeah, Apple TV. Um, Beta this week, iOS 16.4 Beta 3 was released. Actually, it was released uh, about a day or two before we record this show. Uh, yeah, it's actually on Tuesday. We're on Thursday here. And um, they did see the, the third version of it. The registered developers as well as uh, the public betas are out now. Um, so they've uh, added a few new things, including uh, some new emoji characters and Safari web push notifications have been added to the iPhone and the iPad. And uh, you can receive them from websites that have been added to the home screen. And there's all kinds of cool things. Uh, Third-party browsers like Chrome will be able to let users add websites and websites to their home screen as well. So, uh, And, of course, they, had, they did reintroduce the HomeKit architecture upgrade, which was a must-need. And some minor updates to Apple Music. So it uh, looks like it, it – I think believe this is going to be close to the probably the – the last version before we hit WWDC in a couple months here, but who yeah. knows, you know, they'll probably find some bugs. Did, did you have any thoughts on that, Ben? Yeah, I don't see a uh, 16.5 coming out before WWDC. Yeah, I wouldn't either. Um, the, uh, to add along uh, with the, some of the stuff that's, that that's here is uh, that, the, you know, they've been doing that new uh, rapid security response update um, that they just added a, um, a second, uh, 
update. Uh, this is this is definitely an interesting way of being able to upgrade for security responses instead of waiting until a full out update comes. So really, all they're doing is they're calling it a 16.4b update, and it just changes the version slightly, but not the the version number, but not the version of the code of the of the OS. So it still says 16.4. Um, but uh, this is this is great. To, I think this is going to make things simpler when it comes to security updates with this. So uh, definitely going to be interesting. Uh, another thing that's being hinted in beta is also the car key feature. It's going to drop NFC support in the future for uh, some of the older devices. Um, so the car won't be compatible with the iPhone or Apple Watch model. So I think it's going back to, yeah, it's it's saying here uh, 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 you have to have the U1 chip, so which would be the iPhone 11, 12, 13, and 14, and then the Apple Watch 6, 7, and 8, and the Ultra. Um, the uh, it also not only does it excludes uh, um, the older models, it'll exclude the iPhone SE and the Apple Watch SE. So if you have that model that doesn't have the U1 feature, so um, so I don't have a car key uh, feature in my carts, uh, and uh, who knows, we'll end up having it down the road a bit here. So guys, I'm any comments actually about that? not at all interested in that. Yeah, it's no big deal to me. So, yeah, yeah, um, I'm. Go ahead. I think, to be perfectly honest, the people that can afford a car with one of those yeah. uh, have probably have both the phone and the Apple Watch. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. And are, are and aren't sweating getting new ones. No, I, I mean, the the problem isn't on Apple's hardware side; it's actually getting it into cars. Right. Yeah. No. That that that's uh, definitely the been been the challenge here. So. Uh, so uh let's go ahead and move on here uh surprise actually this actually was uh released today as we record this uh apple music classical will launch on march 28th with the world's largest catalog of of classical music it's uh it's an iphone only app and it's going to be free with your existing apple music subscription uh the app is in the app store right now as a pre-order so you can go out into the app store right now and uh, pre-order it more or less if you're an Apple music subscriber and it'll be in your queue waiting to be downloaded when it's ready in the 28th. Uh, if everybody recalls, uh, Apple did acquire the classical music service prime, uh, prime phonic back in August of 2021. So they're going almost two years since this has been going on. They're making their decision. What were they going to do with, uh, Apple music classical? Um, so this is, uh, this is something super exciting. We got links in the show notes of where the app is and, you can go to download it. Uh, I know Ben, you've had some thoughts about this. You you were talking to social media about this a little bit. That you're pretty yeah. excited about this, right? Yeah, I was talking to. Well, I mean, it's classical isn't my cup of tea, but I can completely understand why it has its own app. Um, oh, classical affectionados can be really particular about the arrangement and the performance. Mm-hmm. That's a little bit harder to find to find stuff if your music app is not specifically tuned. Right. That is true. And I know, guy, you are you you're not, you, are you listening to classical music at all? I'm not a big classical. Sure, music Elvis, fan, Beatles, Rolling yeah. Stones, classic music, right? Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's not classical, which would be Beethoven and uh, Mozart and. Well, weren't they and, part of the British invasion? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, um, I think they were part so, of the German invasion. Ah, well, that's a whole different topic. So they're Not saying that is, invasion. <laughs> some. Yeah. So the 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 catalog has over five million tracks, and then with from new works up to celebrated masterpieces, thousands of exclusive albums. Um, you'll be able to search by composer, uh, work, conductor, even catalog number. Find specific recordings instantly. The highest audio quality up to 192 kilohertz, 24 bit, and high res lossless with thousands of recordings going to an immersive spatial audio. Wow. Um, so it'll uh, complete and, yeah, complete and, autom- and accurate metadata to make sure you're, you know, exactly what work you're is and which artist is playing. And, you know, editorial notes, they do, people love reading a lot of stuff. Their biographies and description of the key works and all kinds of stuff. So, it's definitely going to be interesting to see where this goes. Um, uh, if you're if you're a classical musical fan, you know, classical music fan, uh, this is uh, this is definitely going to be something for you. We've got links in the show notes about uh, 
uh, everything that you wanted to know about this. And uh, I guess a good reason why this app wasn't bundled uh, in iOS with Apple Music, it needed to be separated. And Apple Music really is a good idea so to make it a, a standalone app. Um, and to be, to be optimized for classical music, I think it's a, it, was a, it, was a, it was smart that they're going to do this. Um, where Apple Music is on every iPhone and iPad, it's part of the system. Uh, Apple Musical Classic is a separate app, so it can be downloaded as, as, as your option. Um, so, and they'll probably be able to update it more frequently whenever anything changes um, beyond what the Apple Music app is, because you don't see that app updated too often. Um, yeah, I could also see them launching uh, other apps in music styles similar to classical like yep. jazz and show tunes. Yeah, they could they could uh, separate that out too. It's very possible. So good good deal for those of you who are into classical music. So uh, go in the pre-order and you got until March 28th before this gets off. I mean, I believe there's classical music in the Apple Music app as it is, but not anywhere near as catalog like this is. So um so it's going to it's uh, definitely going to be cool. So um I want to talk a little about iCloud. Uh, we haven't talked about it in quite a while. You know, iCloud does have some uh, some of the great features uh, that they've added in iCloud Plus. Uh, not, uh, uh, if you have an iPlat, uh, iCloud called iCloud Plus account, easy for you and, 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 yeah, easy for you to see twice here. <laughs> Subscription, um, you have uh, extended features including hide my email, uh, custom email domains. Uh, private relay on uh, home kit and uh, secure video. And then of course you get to do family sharing with your, um, uh, uh, with, with, uh, with your family. Um, um, there is great uh, features in the iCloud app, but everybody doesn't aware. I've talked about this before that the iCloud.com website, when you go to it on, uh, on the web, they really did a great job of, yeah. um, uh, of, of making this thing so user-friendly and you can customize it and change, uh, uh, change where things are. Uh, have all your apps laid out in one place. Um, you got your hide my email, which I love hide my email. You got, have you guys been using hide my email? I do. I do. I use it quite a bit. Um, I like the, to be able to, you know, you, you can hide your email as well as, you know, sign in with Apple when you go to a website. That's also part of it because it's, you can tell it if you want to hide your email or not. Uh, but you also can create ones too because there's times I like I subscribe to crap and I like and stuff and it's it's so crappy and I'm so tired of. Uh, you will uh, unsubscribe and then, then they don't unsubscribe to you. And I'm like, okay, I'm just going to use this email. And if they don't stop, I'll just get rid of the, the, the email. I don't care about it because it's still, it goes right to my main uh, Mac.com. That's what I have and iCloud.com uh, email address. Uh, ben, do you, do you use the hide my email a lot? Or? Oh, yes. Yeah. I, I think I think it's, a, it's just a great thing. Uh, and just keeps things uh, filtered out and you, you – and. Apple gives this to you as part of everything, and it's not having to get a separate account with somebody to to have these uh, you know these type of spam emails we call them. Yeah, I've actually abandoned email addresses because of spam problems. Okay, so you you're exclusively using Hi by email then? <laughs> yeah. No, that makes sense. Do you, do you use a guy? Uh, I did when it first came out, and I I found the interface to be a little confusing. I don't know how much it's changed since then. Um, yeah. If it's become more user friendly, then certainly for services that I just wanted to like one of the services that I'm checking out right now is uh, a service that allows you to upload some audio and it'll create like a uh, a voice that mm. copies that. And there's a couple services that do that. And it's like, oh, God, do I just give them each my two or three different Gmail accounts and then, you know, spend yeah. the the rest of eternity fighting off how many spam crap I'm going to get from, from each one of those. Yep. Uh, but when I first used it, it was kind of like, cause I, I tried it with, a, and, and I, sh and, and part of the problem was I shouldn't have done it the way I did. I used mm -hmm. it with, it wasn't Ticketmaster. It was, it was some other service that was similar to that. Right. And then I, because I started using that service, then I got kind of confused over, well, wait, wait a second. This, what is what is this and and how does that work? And I I ended up just going into my account in that service and changing it to you know, like one of the main emails that mm -hmm. I use, just because it made it easier to to keep track of it. But for things like you know you you just want to try something out, it's a great way to do it. 
Oh, absolutely. And and the other cool thing is, you know, you know, as far as your as part of your iCloud account, you can add other alternative email addresses. Like I have some, I have, I have an, an Outlook.com email address, so I can actually have it forwarded to. If I don't want to use my Apple ID, I can I can use one of the other ones uh, to set it that particular spam preventer to go to another email address um, in, in its place. And you can add multiple multiple ones too, which is great. Um, so. I have my email and um, sign in with Apple kind of work kind of work together. Um, you can make these accounts active or inactive. So you can flag it. Maybe you want to make it inactive for a while and then you can go back and use it again without having to create a new one. Um, so that, that kind of gives you some, some good options too. Um, the other one is, which is really cool is a custom email domain. Um, I've got an email, I got a domain set up I, that I set up, uh, <coughs> can be a little tricky, but uh, most of us, most of who are listening to the show are, are probably pretty tech savvy, which you can add, you can add your own domain. Um, so you click add and then you have it as an option where it can be only for you or you can have it for you and other people. So you put the domain in, and then you got to put all the, all the, all the uh, settings in that, that, that gets a little geeky as far as, uh, uh, MX records and, uh, and redirection and DNS and all that stuff. So, um, but you can go through there and add it. I've got, I've had a domain added here for a while. Cool thing is that I can add multiple, like the, on the one domain, I can add multiple email addresses. So if I want to add, uh, yep. uh, add multiple emails, I can do that. Just go to my domain and say, I'm, you know, manage email addresses and I can uh, add a few more. I believe you get up to like six or seven or something like that. Um, so I do have a domain that's, that's in there. So, uh, have you guys set this up at all? I, I, I think this is awesome to have it as an alternative. No, no, <laughs> not, not yet. Okay. So I looked yeah, at it, it and, and it was hard enough to get my email set up with the, the service that I currently use for vertshark.com. Um, <laughs> okay. But to, to try to set one up for or through apple it just it was not intuitive for me okay um, um for me i have to unravel everything in google first yeah uh, the, there's that yeah since it was i did previously use uh it as a uh through a, a google custom domain mm-hmm but I don't know. Am I, yeah, am I, am I buy, going by com? Oh, better grab it now that you said it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, a couple other things I'll talk about as far as uh, um, other features. Private Relay allows you to be able to uh, set any of your devices so it, it, it keeps your IP address hidden. Um, uh, I do have a uh, article here in, as well as in here as well as how you can disable actually your private relay at a specific website on the iPhone iPad. Uh, so that, that, uh, has an option as well. That, uh, so you, you, if you want to just unfilter the, to allow your IP address to be seen on a specific website that you're on, that you feel safe, you can do that. Um, that, that's one of the other cool features. The HomeKit security circuit video, secure video is pretty awesome because you can get, you can get a, uh, HomeKit, uh, uh, based camera and there's a yeah, there's a CCTV whole list cameras. yeah and uh under the accessories there's, there's quite a there's a quite a list of of cameras that uh and it keeps growing uh, i'm gonna put here uh i'll put a link here in the show notes here from on apple's uh app for the home app and uh you can go here and it, there's all kinds of stuff that's in here and and uh cameras being one of them you go to the cameras link and it just has a whole slew of them like eve is in there ufi uh, Echobee, um, D-Link. There's just a whole a whole ton of them. Um, so I'll have that link in the show notes here. You can see us uh, see that as well because I think uh, the, that's uh, something that's uh, I want to. I kind of might may want to explore at some point because I like this and compared to paying all this money to, to Google that I'm paying right now with my uh, Nest Cam on my doorbell. So um, family sharing is awesome because I'm I'm sharing. Um, sharing all my services with my family and the, you can share it with up to five other people on your family. And the, you know, people are getting advantage cause I have the, the Apple one bundle. Uh, they get advantage of taking advantage of, um, uh, my iCloud sh- uh, storage. So they're, 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 they feel much more confident that, uh, they can back up all their photos. Um, so that's great. Um, also in the iCloud.com site, you can go to is the, uh, data recovery uh, section. I think this is pretty awesome. Um, 
you, you can go in and do a restoring of files if anything gets deleted. It does storm for up to 30 days. Uh, bookmarks, if you lose any bookmarks in Safari. What I like the best is restoring contacts and restoring calendars. If anything that you lose in any of those, um, and that does happen pretty frequently, uh, you have that option to restore um, the contacts, which is uh, – I've I've lost some contacts in the past, and it's like, ah, oh, this is awesome because I use I use you know I use the contacts in in there, and uh, I was able to restore some things that I, I seem to lose. You guys use use any of those? Um, did, go ahead, Ben. I'm sorry. I did happily find the uh, recovery stuff, mm-hmm. which I, I wish number one Apple would have said something about it. And yeah, two, I just kind of found it by by you know just happening to hear about it. Yeah. 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 Exactly. And uh, two would be available beyond the web interface. Right. Which they haven't done yet. You have to go yeah. to the web. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I have tried to go uh, to iCloud.com in Safari on an iPhone, but it's a little tricky uh, to do it. Yeah. You, you have to go to your Mac to do yeah, it. Because that's a pretty killer feature. It really is. It really is. So make sure to check that out. So, um, as far as pricing goes for iCloud Plus, you, you've got uh, uh, if you go with the Apple One bundle, which I do, it's, I, yeah. I pay thirty thirty two ninety five a month, and it includes every single app, including News Plus and uh, Arcade and iCloud iCloud Plus and uh, all the, the full package of stuff. Uh, but if you are, if you're not into that, you just want to get iCloud on itself. You have three choices of, of storage space. There's a, the fifty gig, the two hundred gig. Um, or the two terabyte, and I've got the two terabyte as uh, that I share with my family, and everything is uh, is included with that um, uh, that we just talked about. Um, and again, you could all three plans can be shared with five family members. Fifty gig may not go very far if you have five family members on a family sharing plan. So, uh, but uh, I got that link in the show notes as well. So check it out. I think it's a really cool thing. Uh, that a real cool thing that they do with iCloud. It's really improved. I mean, over the years, going back to MobileMe and uh, all the other services of the past, I think Apple's really finally have, has made this uh, uh, made this good here. So, um, and, and this may meant- sound like blasphemy, but it yeah. actually works really well through the cloud interface on Windows as well. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, uh, you're right. Um, and uh, uh, Webb Bixby, how you doing, Webb? He's uh, he's in the chat here on YouTube uh, and says, uh, "What if you don't like your family?" Well, I don't know, Webb. Well, then, they, then <laughs> the hell with them. Yeah. yeah. Then don't invite him to your iCloud. Yeah. yeah. Don't invite him to your iCloud. Uh, Webb. Say, I've uh, got two terabytes of storage, bitches. What you got? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Uh, so that good. Thanks. Good to see you, Webb. Uh, so as as I wanted to mention, as I mentioned, the, the uh, how to disable a iCloud private relay for a specific website. Um, uh, there, I, I have a link in the show notes from uh, my favorite site, OSX Daily, uh, and uh, they show like if you want to allow Wikipedia to temporarily see your IP address, you may not may want to open that up to them. So well, you can go in, and and the way you do it is you go into the site uh, into into um, a Safari. On the left side, where the where the where the, uh, the, uh, the web address is, you type the the two little AA buttons on the, on the address bar. You tap it, and then you have the option to say "Show IP Address," so you can you can temporarily um, uh, unhide your IP address if if needed, because sometimes sites potentially need that. Uh, uh, but I don't know if you do it very too too often, but uh, isn't isn't something that's uh, too terribly bad to to do uh, to open that up here a bit. Um, Let's, let's see where we're at here. And uh, I wanted to talk a little bit about, oh, yeah, one other tip here, uh, how to unsend uh, emails and in, in, in for the iPhone or iPad and the mail app. Um, you know, uh, it's been there. You know, we type out an email we, and we have a problem and you want to say, oh, crap, I want to unsend this. Um, and the way you do this is uh, it is available for the Mac, for, for, the, for iPhone and iPad, as long as the device is running iOS 16 and, and, and newer. Uh, you compose an email address, you send it, and immediately you see, oh, crud, I I, I just uh, messed up. So once you uh, go to the bottom of the screen, you can tap the, uh, undo send, and it will undo the sending of that email you had just sent. But you got to act quickly because yeah. it doesn't last long. So, uh, But at least Apple has added that uh, 
um, add that doing that as well. So, but you know, there is an option there. You actually can change the, uh, the delay of and uh, for using undo send as well if you want to actually add more time, uh, less time, or recall an email address. Uh, there's there's a link in there for the show notes as well. Um, one other uh, uh, tip I wanted to talk about here is uh, the HomePod Mini and um, the temperature, uh, the the actual temperature and humidity settings uh, in the HomePod Mini and the HomePod uh, second gen. Do you, have you guys tried this at all? Do you have HomePod, HomePod Minis? I do. Uh, um, how's, how's it been for you, uh, Ben, as far as the, uh, the HomePod well, Mini? Well, right now I can tell you it's between 66 and 67 degrees right over there. That's awesome. That's awesome. And then it shows humidity too, which is great. And yeah. it's built in. It was built into the HomePod Minis from, from day one. So you, whenever you bought them, um, they're, they're going to be there. And, uh, you know, unfortunately I have the home pod, uh, first gen and, uh, I'm out of luck with that one, but uh, the second gen that just came out uh, is going to give you that option. So, and you access this through the home app. Um, so it does show the, the humidity and the, and the temperature uh, so we get set up properly. And, um, I think it's pretty cool. Yeah. Have you, you have used that, uh, that guy at all? Not yet. Um, knew it was there, but hadn't done it yet. But now I'm interested, so I will have to check that out. Well, I'm glad I could pique your interest. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I, so. I will say this. Why it's good with a decent enough experience through the home app, Apple, you need a HomePod app. Yeah. I think you need to have separate because it's such a pain to go in the app, uh, the home app, and then having to navigate to a HomePod. It, yeah. It really is. So, and then if you um, want to do anything, go into the home settings. It's just a pain right. in the butt. Yeah, no, sixty-two to sixty-three degrees, forty-three to forty-four percent humidity. Wow, that's high humidity in your house. Yeah, <laughs> we're all ironically ready. about the same as mine. <laughs> yeah. Um. So. So that is the show for this week. I hope you enjoyed it. That was, uh, there was some great, great info. Thanks to you guys uh, uh, for uh, the interaction and uh, the, the great conversation about uh, the topics for this week. But uh, let go, let's go ahead and wrap up for this week. That's a wrap for this week. Please send your comments, questions, and suggestions to our email address, which is feedback at intouchbios.com. You can follow us on Twitter at InTouchWithIOS. Support the show by buying me a coffee at InTouchWithIOS.com slash coffee. We would really appreciate it. You can also become a patron of the show by going to Patreon.com slash InTouchWithIOS. We have two tiers available to support the show. We really appreciate it. And thank you, Webb, uh, for becoming a patron in the last couple weeks here. Much appreciated. Make sure you like, share, and subscribe when you are uh, so you are notified when we are live streaming, which is on Thursday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific, on our YouTube channel, which is YouTube.com/slash/IntouchWithIOS, where you can watch the live stream like like uh, that Web and Paul did, and others. And um, you also can go back and watch the live the live stream later, as well as all the past shows in audio format are there as well. You can also subscribe to the show in our favorite and your in your favorite podcatcher, which includes Pocket Casts, Overcast, Apple Podcasts, and many others. But better yet, go to our website at intouchwithios.com, where all the links, to all the ways to listen to us are there. I am Dave Ginsburg, and you can find me on Mastodon at DaveG65 at Mastodon.cloud, or I'm also on Twitter at DaveG65. Ben Rathick, thank you again for being here. As always, it's always a great uh, great time to have you on the show, and where can people find you? Well, Dave, first, thank you for having me. Uh, second of all, you can find me on your social media choice, at Ben Rathig. You can also find me at my permanently interim site at rathigtech.blogspot.com. Okay, Jeff, thank you. <laughs> uh, interim host. Uh, guys, Cyril, always a pleasure having you on the show. It's good to be seen. Uh, you can find, you can contact me through email, and that would be guy at mymac.com. I am Mac Parrot and Vert Shark over on the Twitters. I am Mac Parrot over there on Mastodon as well as Counter Social. Uh, I have a website that I haven't updated in about three months because I'm just so lazy. Uh, that's vertshark.com. I've got the vertshark.com. 
uh, YouTube channel with all of the crazy stuff that I do, like Guy's Daily Drive, where I talk to people live on my way to work because I can. Uh, and of course, our Skype telephone number, which is one or plus one outside the United States, 703 436 Thank you so much. Appreciate thank you. It. And thank everybody here for listening. I hope you enjoyed the show. I really appreciate you listening, and uh, we'll talk again soon.